Hello and welcome back to Unleash Your Peace. My name is Ali Shoja. I am your host. I'm a positive mindset coach, a personal transformation expert, a deliberate creator, and I am your peace trainer. And this podcast over here, Unleash Your Peace, is your peace training. Every single week, we explore a new topic about the internal world, and we do that for the sole purpose of helping you tap into the source of your power. Because when we look inward and we tap into that place of joy, of peace, of connectedness to that infinite beingness, that is the reality of you. You don't just incrementally improve the quality of your life, you actually exponentially innovate every aspect of your experiences on this physical plane. When you live in this way, you become an uplifter, you become whole, you become a powerful creator, and you create the life of your dreams, which is my wish for you and everybody listening to this podcast. Now, this week, I do want to talk about something that we are plagued by as human beings. As humans, we have a lot of really incredible gifts. We have the gift of discerning things and understanding and experiencing joy and learning and teaching and connecting. We can experience so many amazing, amazing things as human beings. But one of the things we experience that really gets in our way is our discomfort with uncertainty. We really don't do well with uncertainty. And I was talking to a friend of mine earlier today, and uh, we were talking about how much people invest in things like psychic readings and fortune tellers and life coaches and business coaches and courses and this and the other just to get a little bit of certainty in their uncertain lives. So anytime we go through a life transition, we are so uncomfortable by that. We feel like we need to hold on to something. We feel like we're falling off a cliff and we need to hold on to anything tooth and nail. Now, the thing I want to share with you today about uncertainty is something that I learned in 2018. And we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I shared with you my experience of 2018 was that I essentially untethered myself from every aspect of my life. I gave up my apartment, my car. I started traveling and moved to Canada for six months and stopped all activity with my media company, uh, Embold Media, which I was running until then, and my life completely turned upside down. And at some point during that year, I realized my life is actually turning right side up because I had been fighting this deeper calling that uh, was kind of gnawing at me. It was chipping away at my will and it was finally cornering me and it needed me to pay attention to it and go after it. My life is completely different today than it was just a year ago and it happened because I surrendered to uncertainty. And today I want to share with you some of the lessons I learned doing that. One of the biggest lessons I learned was about what happens when we untether ourselves, unchain ourselves from the world that we know. The way I did it was pretty extreme. 
And I had the luxury of being able to do that. I had the luxury. I don't have any kids. I didn't have a husband. So I was able to just get up and leave, put my stuff in a storage and just go on the road. And a lot of people don't have that luxury. I completely understand that. But even if you are not going to just completely uproot your life the way I did, I hope that you're able to glean some of these lessons that I learned along the way. Take it as me taking one for the team and experimenting and sharing with you the results of my experiment. So what did I learn? The biggest lesson I learned was that when you untether yourself, so when I started chopping off all these chains I had created for myself to the physical world. So the job, the company, the house, the apartment, all the belongings, the car, the friendships, the people, my family. You know, so I had guilt initially when I left Los Angeles because of all the people who relied on me. They depended on me both for emotional support and just me being there physically for them. And severing all of those and untethering myself from it, unchaining myself from it, uh, felt very uh, uncomfortable. It very much felt like I had jumped off a cliff and I was free falling, free falling into the abyss, into just this black hole of nothingness. And I had no idea where this was going to lead me. But somewhere along the way, I realized something really important, which was that we tether ourselves to these physical things because we don't trust that the universe has us, that there's something greater than us that is supporting us. So then we feel like we have to create the security by attaching ourselves to things that feel stable. A job feels stable. A company feels stable. A place to live feels stable. A bed to sleep on. You know, a car that you can say, this is my car. These these things feel like they have some kind of stability and realness in the world. So then we want to attach ourselves to those things so that we can have stability, we can feel like there's something real attached to us. We are part of something real. But an amazing thing happened when I detached myself from all of those things that quote unquote were the real elements in my life. And it was that at some point I stopped free falling. I actually realized that I'm not falling at all. I'm just suspended in this huge abyss of nothing. And I'm suspended because I am supported. I am supported by a force, a power, a consciousness, a knowingness much greater than myself. It was the most incredible experience for me to feel that consciousness just lifting me up, being the thing that allows me to be, to be present. It also made me realize that I don't need to attach myself to anything to access the greatness that is within myself and to access the greatness that is within you. So all I needed to do was be present, 
be suspended in that perfect abyss of consciousness. Now, is that making any sense to you at all? Can you imagine it? Can you close your eyes and just picture yourself falling and falling and falling in and all of a sudden realizing that you're not falling at all? There is nowhere to fall to. You are just inside this perfect cloud of support. And that's the best way I can describe it is that you don't need to tether yourself to any one thing for support because the support is attached to you. It's a part of you. You're part of that support. And it's supporting not just, you know, an element of you, but every cell in your body. If you just imagine you are floating and perfectly and the air around you, the space around you is perfectly holding you up, supporting you, supporting every cell in your body with just the perfect amount of pressure, you know, just the perfect amount of embrace. It is hugging you from every angle. That is what I felt when I was finally able to unchain myself from the life I had created for myself in LA. And now I'm back. I'm back in LA and that feeling continues within me. One of my aunts had knee replacement surgery a couple of weeks ago. And because of the freedom I'm experiencing right now, I was able to go and stay with her for a couple of weeks and be present with her and connect with her and take care of her and share some of these things that I have learned with her. And I was able to have an experience with her that I otherwise would not ever have been able to have if I was tethered and attached and connected to the life that I had created. But because my life is now fluid and I am attached and connected to the universe and not to any one thing that I think should be my life, I was able to make that decision and go and be part of this healing process for her. Now, if you have had knee replacement surgery, or if you know anyone who has, you know that it's an incredibly difficult surgery. And my aunt is Iranian and she was married off when she was very young, when she was only in her teens. She had her children very young. She's been raising kids and grandkids her entire life. She's 82 years old right now. And she made a few comments about, you know, it would be so much easier to just die than to endure this pain that she's in. And why did she have to do the surgery in the first place when she's 82 and she's pretty much done, you know, her life is pretty much done already. So why does she have to go through this surgery and so on? So I was talking to her about life and I asked her a simple question. I said, well, you might live another 10 or 20 years and whether you think you're going to die tomorrow and you're looking forward to it or not, those 10 or 20 years are going to come and go. And so you might as well do something with that time. What is it you've always wanted to do that 
you get to do now because you don't have a husband now. Her husband is dead. You don't have your kids to worry about. And, you know, you have a new, brand new knee and you're going to get up and start walking in the, in the next few months. So what is it you've always wanted to learn, you've always wanted to do? And my aunt, my 82-year-old aunt, could not answer that question because she never asked herself that question. She is so incredibly tethered to her life. Her identity is so incredibly attached to being a woman of a certain age, being Iranian, being a grandmother, being a mother, being this person who runs the household, needing to clean and needing to cook. Like that is her identity. That's what her identity has become, that she could not answer the simple question of, well, if I had the option of doing anything I want with my life, learning anything, experiencing anything with the next 10 years of my life, what is it going to be? She could not answer that question. But I'm getting a little bit off track from the topic that I do want to discuss in this episode, and that is uncertainty and our need to control our lives. So the thing I do want to share about my aunt that is relevant to the topic of this week is that notion of control. Because when I was also spending this time with her, I noticed how much control she needs to have over every detail of her life. From when her kids come over, what they do for her, what they don't do for her, who called and who hasn't called, like all of these details are very important to her and she needs to control them. She has a need to run everything in the same exact manner that she needs it to be. There's no flexibility built into the life she has created. She likes her sheets folded a certain way. She likes her water uh, brought to her a certain way. She likes everything in her home to be a certain way. And if it's not, it really bothers her. It brings her, it's a source of pain and suffering for her. She likes people to call her at a certain time. And if they don't, it means a certain thing. And there's all these conditions that are built into her life that are born out of this need to control. And so this brings up this question for me, why is it that we feel like we need to control life, ourselves, behavior of others, what people think, why do we need to control? And the short answer for that is that we're uncomfortable with uncertainty. And why are we uncomfortable with uncertainty? Well, because we don't feel supported. We don't feel supported by the universe. And so we tether ourselves to these conditions that we create. But it's a bottomless pit. We can create more conditions, we can create more things to attach ourselves to, and we do that thinking it's going to create more stability for us, and it doesn't. All of this dialogue brings me to one of the biggest realizations I had about uncertainty and about control. And the realization I had was that the bigger your dreams are, the less control you can afford to have over your life. And what do I mean by that? What I mean is if your dreams are not very big, and I'm not equating big with important, by the way, because 
Small dreams are just as important as big, massive dreams. But let's say your dream is to be a mother and raise the best kids in the world, you know, raise children who are fulfilled and follow their dreams and are positive influences on the world. And that is your dream. Your dream is to run a household and be a mother. You can afford to be a control freak because your life is going to be relatively contained. So then you can afford to uh, micromanage every aspect of your life and have all sorts of control over everything from the way your house is cleaned, the way the sheets are folded, to what time your children wake up and go to sleep and what they eat and what they don't eat, what they talk about, what you do as a family, what you don't do as a family, have all sorts of rules and X, Y, and Z. You can control every aspect of everything in your life. Now, let's say your dream is to become the president of the United States or to win the Nobel Peace Prize or to do something so big that, you know, millions of people are affected. Now, if you're trying to micromanage that process, you are going to drive yourself crazy. And in fact, you're not going to be able to do it unless you are willing to give up control. You're going to work yourself into the ground if you're not willing to give up control. So being open to uncertainty and giving up control over everything becomes absolutely essential as the size of your dream grows. Now, why was I pushed into this life of complete untetheredness? That's because I have a really big dream. My dream is so massive that what I was doing before trying to control my life did not work. Even when I was trying to give up control, it did not work. The more I tried to give up control because I was tethered to the world around me, it didn't work. It felt uncomfortable. Giving up control felt uncomfortable. So the universe literally pushed me, pushed my back against the wall, and I had to surrender completely. Why did I have to do that? Because my dream is too big. If I want to attain my dream, I have to be comfortable with uncertainty. I have to give up control over the steps. I have to stop looking ahead as to what is possible and what's not possible and where is this road leading to and how am I going to get there. I have to untether myself from all of that and I have to completely step into a place of surrender and trust and receiving and taking the step right in front of me and not worrying about what is going to come next and what's going to come next. I had to get to that point. I had to ground myself into something bigger, greater, deeper, and ultimately so much more powerful than myself. If you're listening to this episode this week, and you're feeling overwhelmed, 
and uh, fearful of the future and you're struggling with the uncertainty that you're in. I hope that my words kind of resonated with you and that you are finding a new way of looking at it. And I hope you're feeling inspired to take the leap because chances are, if you are being forced into really great uncertainty, your dreams are really freaking big. And the bigger your dreams, the less control you can afford to have on your life. So you might as well give up all control dive in and join us on the dark side where we are supported by the universe itself, not by anything physical, not by the world, not by things that are fleeting. We are grounding ourselves in the universe, in the consciousness that created the universe itself and watch where that leads you. Because when you get comfortable with discomfort, when you get comfortable with uncertainty, that's when magic truly, truly happens in your life. Now, next week, we'll come back and we'll do another topic. And until then, do join me on Instagram. That's Peace Unleashed. That's where I share love notes with you every single day. And their whole point is to remind you of how powerful you are. And if you want to work with me at any capacity, you can reach out to me through my website, peaceunleashed.com. And now I have a couple of meditations on the meditation app, Insight Timer. Check out Insight Timer. Find me under Ellie Shoja. And those meditations are quite wonderful. There's one I just uploaded about changing limiting beliefs. So replacing limiting beliefs with new ones that actually serve you. So if you want to do that meditation, it's only 14 minutes long. Check it out on Inside Timer. I love you guys and I can't wait to come back and talk to you about the next topic next week. And until then, I wish you a peace-filled week.